Magic Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And we are back for another great episode. This episode is going to be an overrated or underrated episode. We really enjoy doing those. We wanted to do a few more. And let's see how it goes. Yeah, so if you're new to our podcast or a returner, thanks for coming and welcome back. But how this works is we will say a topic, an attraction, an item that Disney has, whatever it could be. And we determine if it's underrated, overrated, or we are allowed to say that it has its accurate hype. Hype. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't gonna say rating, but yes, hype. Um. So, Ryan, mm-hmm. would you like to begin? I will start and give you one. Sure. Brett, tell me, do you think that Toy Story Mania is overrated or underrated? So it's really funny that you bring this up because we just talked about it on our. Yes. Previous episode. Um, I'm going to say that it is underrated. I think it, technology-wise and ability that, like, you can play the same games or eight games and, like, I don't, well, I don't know if it's eight, but a few games in the same cart against someone with, like, a reoccurring score. Um, yeah, I just think it's – and even the queue's amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, so I literally just think that it's underrated. Like I feel like not a lot. You should rush to this ride, and no one does. I think I agree with you. I mean, I also believe that it's underrated. I know that it's an incredibly popular ride because the wait times do get long. Yes, but I agree. It's like when you think of Hollywood Studios in the morning, you probably aren't running right to Toy Story Mania. Right. But then later in the day, you might kick yourself and be bummed because now it's up to two hour wait, and you. You know, could have gotten on that sooner. Definitely. So that's always something to consider. That Toy Story Mania is really, really worth the wait time, of course. But if you can get on it when it has a low line, you should. Yes, definitely. It's a highly competitive game, a ton of fun, lots of fun, and something that we would love to do every time. Definitely. So I'm going to stay in Hollywood Studios. I'm actually also going to stay in Toy Story Land, Slinky Dog, Roller Coaster. Overrated or underrated? Overrated or underrated? Hmm. We also would just like to preface that this is our third episode of Underrated Overrated, so if we accidentally re yeah. say something that we did already, we apologize. Uh, we just could not remember what rides and attractions we've done so far. Yes, so bear with us there. For Slinky, I think that this ride is a good, fun ride. It's a very good entry-level roller coaster for somebody who maybe want to bring their children on to show them what a roller coaster is like. Yeah. With that said, I don't think that I would wait longer than 90 minutes for this. Wow. So I think that I'm going to put it in the category of it's right where it should be. Okay. I think typically that tends to be the wait time, right around that time. Yeah. And so if you can fast pass it, great. More power to you. But if you don't and it's over an hour and a half, I would not wait it. So overrated, over an hour and a half, right on par, right an hour and a half or less. Fair enough. I think it's a pretty accurate rating. I would also say the same. Definitely not a ride that I'm going to waste a fast pass for, in all honesty, I'll be honest. Mm-mm. But like you said, under 90 minutes or so, I'll give it a ride. Yeah, it's a nice one. It's a good one. It's, a, it's got it's enough nice. of a kick to it, enough speed for yeah. it to be thrilling without all of the loops and craziness of a typical coaster. Definitely. Good point. No no loops or anything. Yeah. So. I will stay in Hollywood Studios as well. Okay. 
How about the Indiana Jones show? Is this overrated or underrated? It's it's overrated. Are you? Okay. Um, I don't. Uh, maybe I am overrated still. Yeah. I just don't really enjoy it. I think it's cool. I think it's like interesting. I just don't think it's one that I would want to watch over and over. I think the last scene is probably the coolest with the airplane that catches on fire. Spoiler alert if you didn't ever see the show. <laughs> sorry. Um, but like that. And like I guess the boulder is like the most iconic scene in Indiana Jones. So like doing yeah. that is like cool. But aside from that, like it's okay. Yeah. It's cool that they pull from the audience and stuff. Mm. Also spoiler alert. But um, it's not one that like. I'm gonna like run to him, but like, I want to be in the show. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. I, yeah, I think in the past episodes we <clears throat> have discussed this a little bit, and yes. I remember you saying that now. Um, I'm similar, you know. I feel like it's an enjoyable show if you're trying to escape some heat or dodge some rain. Yeah. Um, it is a good family show as well, where right? it's a lot of fun to watch the audience members For sure. know, try to act and get in, get into character real quick. But I don't think it's worth, you know, losing sleep or tears over no, if you miss it or anything like that. I'm gonna say a hot take here. Okay. And we love a good hot take in an episode. Of course. There are only two shows on Disney World property that I will go to and happily sit through. And that's Festival of the Lion King and Frozen in Hollywood Studios. Oh, the sing along. Yeah, I just like the two hosts. I don't even care for the music, but the yeah. hosts who like make jokes and like stuff like that, I like jokes. Hilarious. So, those are the two shows that I will go and watch. That's Aside from that, most shows are upgraded. Big hot take, actually. Big hot because take. Because there's a lot of shows to be seen yes. within the, all of Walt Disney World. Yes. Wow. Interesting. I don't even have a rebuttal for that because... You agree. I, I partially agree, but I don't want to <laughs> agree. I think the only other shows that I would throw into that mix is, for me personally, is probably the Bird Show. Ooh, up. Flights of Wonder? Yeah, Flight, old Flights of Wonder, now up. I want old Flights of Wonder. Me too. <laughs> I just want to call it Flights of Wonder. Uh, so the old Bird Show, and then the old, now gone, Japanese drummers. Yeah. If you would even consider that a show. Yeah. Fair enough. But other than that, I, yeah, like I would not care to watch Finding Nemo or... No. Beauty Miss and the me. Beast. Miss me. <laughs> yeah, it's just not, not, not for me, and that's yeah. fine if you enjoy it, but for us it is a no. Yes. So, but Indiana Jones, verdict, overrated. Overrated. For sure. Ryan. Yep. Overrated or underrated? The Railroad at Magic Kingdom. I know that my mother is going to kill me when I say this. <laughs> I'm going to say it's overrated. Yeah. I very rarely go on this. I don't really see the intrinsic value of going on this um other than maybe just getting a break from the park and you know taking a ride around and more of a relaxation type type moment yeah um i don't think i would use it to like get from one side of the park to the other no um and i definitely wouldn't use it for a thrill so i don't (laughs) personally get the much value from it Mm -hmm. what about you what do you think i'm in the same boat um Actually, same train. I just... <laughs> boo. <laughs> boo. I just don't... Like, I just... I, what's its purpose? That's what I'm lost at. Is it to get me deeper in the park? 
or is it to just relax or is it a ride? It a ride? Yeah. What is it? Because there are stops. So is, my, is the purpose of it to get me from Main Street to Pirates of the Caribbean, which probably takes longer to wait for the train than to walk to Pirates of the Caribbean. Exactly. That's why I don't use it or to is get it from to get me side to, to side. Tomorrowland, which even takes longer because it goes the other direction. Sure. So and maybe I'm just lost. I like <laughs> I under, <laughs> maybe maybe the use case is that there are others who find it difficult to walk from one side of the park to the other. So For you sure. have the option to get them there. However, if that is not the case and not the initial reasoning for it to be built, and it was just built because back then, in the whenever it was when was it built in the seventies? Yeah, it was one of the you know few rides or options that they had in the park yeah. at the time. Well, hey, time to change it. Correct. Okay, it's twenty twenty one now. <laughs> Get the railroad out of here. Well, that's like in Disneyland. I'm pretty sure the monorail is like a ride. Yeah. What? Huh? That's not a ride. Take that away. It's a method of transportation. Correct. So if the railroad is a method of transportation from park side to park side, fine. Maybe. <laughs> Take it off the attraction list. Yes. But. But I don't, does it fall into the attraction list because it doesn't have a wait time? What classifies an attraction? I don't know. That's a tough one, but. Okay. Simple answer. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> How about Brett? Overrated or underrated rope dropping. Ooh, good one, Ryan. Do you think that getting to the that park is... early enough for rope drop is worth it or no? Yeah, I think it's underrated. I think it's an underrated value of time. Yeah. I think it's an underrated option. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you have the ability to be one of the first people in the park to get on whatever ride you want, essentially, why are you not taking advantage of that? I mean, I, hey, I believe you. I'm with I mean, you. in my eyes, I would rather rope drop and then go back midday, take a nap, and finish my day rather yeah. than sleep in and wait for those rides to get to 45 minutes to an hour wait and then try and enjoy my day. Yeah. I'd rather be up early. So I think rope dropping is way underrated. I have Super a, underrated, actually. I could not agree more. I mean, rope dropping is always the strategy for us. Yeah especially if you're staying on property and you have the flexibility to go back midday Correct. and recharge and you'll be good for the night. I have a buddy who goes down often and they, his family, and when they go, are the type of folks who will sleep in and arrive at the park at like 10, 11. No. And it makes my blood boil. <laughs> When they told me that, that they got to the park for the first time at like 11 a.m. How? You missed half the day. Correct. You missed all the rides and now you're up to two-hour wait limit. That's wild. So that always gets me going when we talk about it with them because we go back and forth discussing why it's so important or why they feel that sleeping yeah. in is more important. That's and, wild. Uh, so it's a lot of fun kind of arguing with yeah. them over that. But I was curious what you thought. So you feel that it it's is way underrated. Way worth it. Way underrated, yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I agree. Ryan. Overrated or underrated, concierge levels in the hotels. Good one. Very good one. Because we actually have had the opportunity to stay at these levels. We're fortunate to do that a few times. And do you want to explain what a concierge level is? Sure. To it, the best of your ability. Right. So from our experience, it was a club level where you are, you have this lounge 
on your level and it has like nearly 24 7 types of snacks and almost like a continental breakfast style to go foods that switch throughout the day so in the morning it's like a breakfast style and then in the afternoon it's like picky lunch little snacky foods and then at the night it's like desserts and, and yeah. whatnot and so you have that kind of at your disposal anytime you don't have to go to the lobby you don't have to worry about hours or what what's when's available what's open what's closed um so just like a nice little perk there. Am I missing anything? That you no, can think of? I mean there's also someone who stands like at the elevators and like greets you every time. So yeah. they kind of get to be familiarized with you. So if you stay there for longer than three or four days, it's kind of like nice to have like a familiar face. Like, hey, welcome back, Ryan and Brett. Like, yeah, it's a nice touch. Yeah, it's a good level of service. At yeah, that point. for sure. Um, but that's I really it. There might even be something where it's like free champagne or free yeah, wine. Yeah, you might get or, something. Or I think some we got like a bar of chocolate too. Yeah, like some sort of alcohol included as well. Um, but I can't remember specifically, but overrated or underrated, you know what? If you have the money, I would say it's probably right on par with what you're getting. Yeah. Now, if you're like thinking about it and it's that, if you were to go to that level and the money would kind of pinch you and limit you from eating a nicer food elsewhere, you know, like I would rather spend the money on a good sit down. Agreed. Versus... Gummy worms. <laughs> yeah, versus having like that little lounge area. But if I had the money to do both, then obviously yeah. I would stay at the concierge level. So I think it depends on the, cir- the circumstance. But sure. overall, um, I'm going to say it's right on par. I think I think it's you get what you pay for and you get what you yeah. expect. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think it's right on par. You're paying for the extra luxury. And you, you get, get it. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean – I think it's a cool thing. I don't. I don't. I don't believe all hotels have it. I think it's only select hotels. Yeah. Um, I know the Wilderness Lodge has it because, like you say, we've had the opportunity to stay there. Yeah. So it's not a need by any means. No, it, not at all. It, and it doesn't make or break your trip. No, because it's it, a definite nice to have. Yeah, and it's not like bouquets of like fresh fruit or anything. Like it's like little fruit cups. It's like goldfish pretzels. Like mm-hmm. it's like little grab and go snacks. That's nice to like. Grab on your way out to the buses or when you come back from a day before a nap, like yeah. pop in there, grab a yogurt, grab like And whatever. you don't have to wait for lines or yeah, like so worrying about, like I said before, any hours or closing yeah. or anything. Like you're not getting prime rib or anything. No, no, no. It's no. just like a very nice like little shop area. So it's it's really it's, it's cool. A, it's a, it's nice a cool to experience. Have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a nice to have. It, like you said, we did it one time, never again have we begged for it. Like it's no. not something we need every time. It's not something that you Neat, yeah. Yeah, so, it's not a neat. It's a cool thing. Brett, how about this one? The Amphicar at Disney Springs. Dude. <laughs> at Disney Springs, the car Waste that can Fossil drive. Fuels 101. <laughs> I mean... The car that can drive on land and then goes into the lagoon, into the water at Disney Springs, and drives around in a circle, and then comes back. Is it overrated or underrated? It's so overrated it's it's just like <laughs> unneeded it's just like i mean i don't know if that or the hot air balloon's worse that's <laughs> the tethered the, hot air yeah, balloon. The tethered hot air balloon i mean i'm pretty sure it's not cheap either to do it the amphicar yeah i don't even know what the pricing is we've never looked into it oh no problem um it's just like why I think the hot air balloon would be better just because it would give you a vantage point that you would not normally see. But I don't see the value of anything in this Amphicar except saying, 
well, I was in a car that can swim. Yeah. That's a boat. It's a part car, part boat. And then your friends would be like, oh, that's cool. And then that's it. You just paid for it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You like, what's your picture going to be? Water? Like, (laughs) I just don't. So you're in a ferry. Yeah. (laughs) No, but you don't get it. It was a car first because then it drives into this little driveway. It's the tiniest driveway. (laughs) Literally, you are on land for two seconds. You didn't go, you didn't go like around the block. It's a boat. Yeah, it's a boat. It's a boat on a dry dock. It's a boat in the shape of a car. I don't won't like it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, so I forgot overrated. About it. So overrated. <laughs> I want to move on. Ryan, overrated or underrated Disney stores outside of Disney World? Ooh. Like in malls? Yes. <laughs> Very good question. I am going to say that they are underrated. I actually really enjoy stopping in a a good Disney store at a local (laughs) mall. Not only because it gives you your Disney fix, but if you're shopping for somebody specifically who is a Disney fan, you can often find something pretty cute here. Yeah. Or if you're shopping for somebody's child for their birthday or Christmas or something, it's a very good store to go to. However, I will say it falls on the kiddier side and the yes. very like childish side of Disney and it and I can totally then see how people who have never been to Disney when they walk by it in the mall and it's all like you know stuffed animals and this and that they're like oh that's childish yes. how, how do you go to Disney every year that's so childish that Agreed. type of thing and it's because their local experience of Disney is that yes so that to me is is frustrating because that is not a good representation of what Disney is. However, for those that appreciate Disney and like the feeling that they get from being around it, the company and the yeah. brand and whatever, it's a nice spot to go into. Especially when they have the, the movie playing yes, in, the back, in the back. You can quickly Love just take it. a quick glance and watch a clip of a movie. Yep. So for me, I'm going to say it's underrated, but I do see how it, could it be. can be annoying for some people wow uh are you a carpenter because you hit the nail on the head <laughs> oh my god i'm so good with jokes today um no i think you know i think you're right i think it gives you that feel of disney that that little bit like when you haven't been there in a while you're like oh, i want to go in this yeah. store um but you walk in and it's like a lot of like princess dresses and like dress up like where's my home appliances right. like where are my mugs like Correct. that's what i need yeah um but I think you're right. I think it still does the job, and it still is everything that we need it to be. For sure. That was a really, really good one. Thank you. I've never really thought about that. All right, Brett. How about this one? Raglan Road. Oh, the Irish Bar in Disney Springs. Yes. Irish Pub, actually. Do you feel actually. that that is an overrated experience or underrated? I actually really like it. I think it's... I'm going to say it's, it's appropriately rated. Okay. I don't think it's – I think people know about it. I don't mm-hmm. think it's like a hidden gem like in the corner or anything. It's right there. Yeah. Um, but I think the, the experience you get and the entertainment you get, the live Irish dancers, the people outside playing like the piccolo and stuff like that, like I think it's a good experience. Yeah. The food's good, good bread pudding if you enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, I think it's just a very good option in Disney Spring. I think it's appropriately rated. And I would recommend it to almost anybody. So Yeah, no, I'm – Right there with you. I think it's appropriately rated. It's right exactly as you'd expect. And it's 
a really cool spot when they have the live entertainment. Yeah. Whether it's a piano player or the Irish dancers that jump up on the table and do a couple dances. Yep. Or the, like you said, the player playing outside often. Yeah. Whether it's a guitar or the piccolo or whatever. Yeah. And then you're sitting by fire outside. You know, it's just a nice environment. It's nice. You can sit outside. You got a a good burger. Um, you know, a good bread pudding, as you had mentioned, and uh, it's a good spot. So I, I think it's right on the money with where it should be in people's minds. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. Is this underrated or overrated? It's an extinct parade. Spectro magic. Wow. It's going back a little bit. Very, very deep into my archives <laughs> of my memory. I am going to say that this was incredibly, incredibly underrated. I mean, these floats these floats were so cool and don't get me wrong today's floats are cool yeah because they just look even more realistic and like have a little bit more going on with them but to see everything lit up on like the old floats yeah like if you google and youtube some old disney parades and they're just like lined with lights yes i mean they were so cool looking and, and the I think the coolest thing about it, it was like characters that weren't characters. What do you, do you remember them? They were like, they weren't like true like Disney. There were Disney characters in it, but they're like, like I guess like extra characters were like these like Joker looking people. No, I don't remember that specifically. Really, I'm gonna pull up a video when this podcast is done. Yeah, but it was like. It was just a good parade, I think. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I vividly remember growing up as kids, like, seeing the train of floats that are just lit up. Yes, like, huge. Yeah, and like now mom. they have, like, true spotlights on these floats, so it's yes. like, yeah, they're lit up, but they're not lit up. You know what I yeah, mean? Like these they, were, like, individual, like, Christmas lights. Christmas light style <laughs> on every float, on every nook and cranny of the float yes i remember yeah so i vividly remember seeing that and like noticing how many cars there were in this parade and like how long of a true parade it was because the lights would keep going yeah and they used to do the parade route backwards so like now they start in Mm. adventureland and come through interesting but they used to start at main street and go the other way which i think was kind of a cooler thing yeah so So that's that's a good question thank you Brett, what about, we'll stay in Magic Kingdom here, what about the Hall of Presidents? Ugh. What do you think of that experience? Overrated or underrated? Hall of Presidents. I mean, if you're looking for air conditioning (laughs) on a hot day, it's appropriately rated. It's a good place to go. (laughs) If you're looking for a good attraction, it's trash. It's overrated. Actually, I don't know. It's overrated. Like nobody overhypes it. Yeah, but it's not a good attraction, so it's not underrated. But nobody enjoys it, so it's not appropriately it's rated. It's not. It's not. It's not, a it's not on the chart. No, it's not a must do. It's not. I don't know where to put it. <laughs> That's the. It doesn't fall in this game. It's it, just like. <laughs> uh, I would say that if you're expecting greatness, you will be disappointed. <laughs> But if you're expecting a show that talks about U.S. presidents, you're getting that. <laughs> yeah. like it, it's very hard to describe. It now, is. I will say, the animatronics 
and the ability for them to make them look like the presidents, phenomenal. That part I would say is almost underrated. Like, like the, the fact that like Abe of... Lincoln like starts off and like stands up from his chair and like walks a little bit. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like technology wise for when it was built. Correct. Great. Attraction wise though, just not for me. And for how quickly they can turn over um the next president, right? So they are they're already putting Biden in. Yes. And so the fact that from November, we'll say they were working on, uh, you know, the, the next shape. Yeah, the next mold of what this body might look like, what this yeah. head might look like, and then having to nearly nail it. Yeah, is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, and then they implement it, and then give him a, a talking point, and then adjust the robot to you know move move kind of similar to his mannerisms, and then import that into the show. Yeah. That's cool. So, I, it's like an ever-growing script and show, which is cool. Yeah. So you know what? We're, we we hate on it, but we give it some credit that it's okay. an impressive turnaround and use of tech. So appropriate. Overrated. Overrated. Still overrated. Still. Don't overrated. like it that much, but I'll just I will for those who work on it. I don't want to take away their work because sure. it's really cool. Yeah, and like it always goes back to we don't enjoy. Slow rides. Yeah. Like, we're not there to learn about presidents. No. So, for us, it's a very bad choice of a ride for us. But for others, maybe maybe a decision. Ryan. Yes. Overrated or underrated? Just Disney Plus in general. You know, Brett, if you were to ask me that about a year ago, maybe not even six months ago, and the only real binge-worthy show that they had on it was realistically Mandalorian. Yeah. And then maybe the Imagineering story. Yep. Because that was really fascinating. I like that. I would say to the average person, it's an overrated service. I think, yeah, it's cool at first that you could watch all of like the old Pixar movies and the old Disney movies. Yeah, and, like, watch anything. Have their catalog, right? Anything Disney related and Star Wars and, and all. But after the first few months, it kind of like, I found myself not choosing to go on there anymore. Yeah. Because I had gotten hooked on another show on another service. So I think it's in, it's interesting because it's so important for these streaming services to keep their audience and in order to do that, you need to find shows that people are constantly talking about or constantly wanting to watch together yes. or discuss online. And so Mandalorian did that. And then now as they are moving into the next Marvel phase and more Star Wars timelines and stories, yep. I think it will be more relevant and it will become very on par with what it should be, if not underrated. Because then you really have the best of both worlds. You have the old content you love and that you might want to watch on a random sunny or rainy Sunday. Yeah. But then you also have new content to look forward to that you can talk about with your coworkers yep. on Friday. So there's something exciting about always having something new and fresh, but then there's also something nice about having that old nostalgia catalog to always go back to. Sure. So... Six months ago, I would have said it's overrated. There's not really much to look forward to or nothing on it that excites me anymore. But now, with 
Mandalorian season two and WandaVision and all the other Marvel stuff that will be coming out, um, that excites me and that keeps me Going that back. keeps the value of it up for me. What do you think? I'm also gonna say I don't want to give an answer yet because I want to work through it. So, like you said, there's a lot on there, but there's a lot that I feel like I will never watch. Like, yeah, it feels full, but it, it feels like it's not. Yes. Anything like you said, not everything that I would be interested in. Correct. Like I think you're right. I think it's amazing that you always have the Pixar movies. You always have the old Disney ones, but aside from like the ones that I like and I know, there's not a lot that like. On a, any given night, I would turn on. Like mm-hmm. I would honestly probably rewatch a movie I've already seen. Yeah. Like since owning Disney Plus, I've probably watched Moana like six times. Yeah. Just because I enjoy Moana. There's hundreds of movies I could be watching, but I just don't. Um, I did like High School Musical, the musical, the series. I thought that was a yes, a I good spinoff. Well. It wasn't like trying to redo a movie. So I enjoyed that. Enjoyed the Imagineering series. I enjoyed the Animal Kingdom series. Um, I always liked the like Disney decorating Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. I always like more of like the behind the scenes of Disney. I love those stuff. Rather too. than the actual like shows they're putting out, which I think it's just like the kind of style that we have. Like we talk about this type of stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, I think it's, it's super interesting to go. It is super interesting. Yeah. Um, I think like you said with a lot coming out, I think it's gonna have its appropriate hype. But right now, I would say it's almost overrated with too much to like process, which makes me like turn away from it yeah i don't know if that makes sense but. no it does it's it's, over, it's an overwhelming catalog and it's most an amazing of it catalog not, right it's, it's such a weird thing like we're not criticizing it but it is tough to just sit there and like find something that you really want to watch yes i don't know it's interesting so okay. but i also do enjoy that they put like new movies on there too mm-hmm like Soul was put on there immediately at release. Yes, we watched that. We loved, loved, you know, that. loved that. Onward movie, was loved put that. on. We could watch that right away. Onward was put on. I don't know why they decided to make Mulan thirty dollars. How do you feel about the premiere stuff? Like mm. being able to pay. Yeah, I already pay. No, we didn't either. No, why would I do that? Yeah, um, and I don't understand why Mulan was a premiere and Soul was just put on like right away. Yeah, like I don't understand that. So there must be a reasoning, but I can't think of it. Yeah, maybe one's one was Pixar, one was just Disney. I don't know. Right? Who knows? That's a good but one, though. Yeah. Well, let's I don't see know how that evolves. Yeah. Disney Plus. I'm curious, but I don't want to keep rambling. We'll cut this conversation. Sure. Here, if that's okay with you. Totally fine with me. We can pick it up always in a, another week. Always. Thank Everyone. you guys for listening, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. We really do. Yeah, we really always appreciate the support on both listening and our interactions on Instagram. A Dose of Magic podcast. Thank you for always listening every week. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.